0: Welcome in to the special Tapping the Keg draft edition with Nolan Murphy, building the draft manifesto. Uh, This is actually the draft manifesto because I don't think it's going to be in written form. First time in a long time. Print is really dead. Uh, Murph and I are going to go through the Packers draft. We're going to ask a few questions. We're going to talk about players. That are on our list, uh, different different guys, probably a lot of names that you've heard of. So get you ready for the draft. We're gonna start with the offense, then head our way to the defense. And you guys know where to find us, Tabnik on Twitter, to Sports on Instagram, as well as TikTok, uh the Nolan Murphy on Twitter for some of your snarky draft needs um, at times. And then the
1: so tweeter's been getting going a little bit. Yeah, you know, with the playoffs going yeah, out, throwing yeah. out some some good Warriors, Lakers tweets, and yeah, couple good Bucks tweets. Yeah, That's national
0: like, media Murph uh, in the in the flash
1: went after Bally the other night because yeah. you can't even rewind on their app, so that was uh, a real treat. For
0: I them. mean, who. That Valley with, I mean, maybe the worst ad inventory of all time with Pato, but we don't need to get going. We could yeah. do, we could do a whole media podcast on on, on Valley. Valley and Diamond <laughs> Sports. But no,
1: yeah, I, I, really doubt at this point. Uh, I was just talking to you know someone close to the show, Andrew Kazmark. I'd be shocked at this point just with the uh, the way tapping the keg has grown and gone away from uh, the print the print world. If I create a manifesto i also think the world would have to stop this week for me to find time to do it but you know maybe there's a newsletter that comes out we'll see uh what happens but i'm very prepared this is probably year 14 i would say of me doing something on snow tap or tapping the keg for the draft and probably year 20 of me doing something at all uh before it was just in my basement so yeah right I would say I've been covering the draft for 20 years, just like Bob McGinn.
0: Right, yeah, you, Bob McGinn, Mel Kuyper, uh, all, all, all the greats, right? Um, and I mean, for the draft itself, I, I feel like this is a redundant question because I think every year is important, but on a scale of 1 to 10, like how important is it for the Packers to have a good draft this year?
1: 9, at least. I, I mean, A, we don't participate in free agency. B, we don't have any cap room. And see the roster has a lot of holes uh, with no longer having an All Pro Hall of Fame quarterback on it to maybe fill some of those. And we have four receivers uh, and two <laughs> tight ends on the rosters that sits today. One named Bo Melton, and the other is a tight end from the University of Saint Thomas.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's you're spot on. I, I think it's definitely a very important draft for Green Bay. I think. You know, it's one of those things where draft grades, I think, are one of the worst things that come out after the draft because you just never know. I always think back to some of those John Schneider Seattle teams where they always get bad draft grades and then it's Bobby Wagner is all pro forever. So it's like
1: Cam Chancellor, Richard Sherman were not highly graded guys.
0: But I I do think to the point you made about like the lack of skill guys and not having the all pro quarterback, like I think it's really important to not get projects. Like I, I have a couple guys listed where I'm like, yeah, he's a project. But in my opinion, there's only a couple positions where I'm like, I'm okay with the project. And I think you have to, you have to look at guys who are ready to play, maybe not day one, but that are ready to play by when it gets to October, November, because like the NFC is a, not very good. It's like the NBA Eastern conference in the mid two thousands at this point. And the NFC North is a fucking mess. Uh, The Lions just are in a gambling ring. Uh, Who knows what's going on there? Uh, That's a really rough start to the season. You have the Vikings who might trade their quarterback. Who who knows where they're going? The Bears are still a year away from a year away. Like there's an area of opportunity where Green Bay could win this division, but they need to make some changes and that's going to start here with the draft. So kind of in that same vein, do you see Green Bay as rebuilding like David Bakhtiari said on busting with the Boys or do you see it more as retooling?
1: I mean, they're the same thing. I, but but the are they
0: like when you when a person you you might be right, but like when a person here is rebuilding, they think our our franchises like we're-, we're not
1: rebuilding because we have what we think is the quarterback of the future. So we believe we have found him, and I think it would be in our best interest to try to take advantage of him on a rookie contract as soon as possible, right. even into twenty twenty four with him potentially being on a fifth year option. Now, I am the belief that the day the Aaron Rodgers trade officially goes through, that Jordan Love will get a new contract. Uh, but we will see. Times are different than when that was the case with Aaron Rodgers. He was on a much bigger deal at the time Right uh, before the cap was restructured and the CBA was restructured. Jordan Love is on the hook for, in 2024 for $20 million. We're going to take that any day. Yeah, no That's doubt. Geno Smith money.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, yeah, I think the Jordan Love part is a huge part. I think at this point they believe that Jordan Love's the real deal. They Anyone that you talk to thinks that way, feels that way. It's just we have to see it. And if, for the reasons that Love struggles or gets hurt, um, and the Packers take a step back, then you have to really consider a quarterback next year. And we'll if
1: Jordan Love is not good by halfway through the season, I would like to be in the Caleb Williams. So you have
0: to have that you have to have the discussion if it's if we're two and six like you have to have that dialogue and you have to you have to have, look really long in the mirror because Caleb Williams is a generational talent I and think
1: if Goody wasn't so Goody's life depends on it professionally Jordan Love being good if it wasn't he really should be looking for another first round pick in 2024 but it is so I think he will actually go all cards in and throw I think we could see a very unusual Brian Guttenkoos
0: draft. So so let's – I mean, I'll go to that question. Phil Williams, I cut you off. No, 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 to. no. Yeah, it's fine. Um, you know, our jobs on the line with this draft and the season moving forward? So not just Brian Guttenkoos, Matt LaFleur, Joe Barry. Like, is this, like, kind of a make-or-break year for all these people? Or do they get that cushion because it's year one with the new quarterback?
1: I think for sure Guttenkoos and Joe Barry – The problem that MLF is going to run into is the 2024 season, if he doesn't receive a new contract, would potentially, and I need to look at his contract, but could be looked at as a lame duck year because the Packers will have a new president after the 2024 season. That's a really good point. And there's a lot of things connected to that. What is Mark, you know, Mark Murphy will want another Super Bowl on his legacy, I believe. Um, He can't just put on his tombstone, you know, inherited a 2010 Super Bowl and then also built Titletown with a slide on it. I don't think <laughs> people you – know, that's not going to really hold up against the Curly Lambos and the Vince Lombardis and the Bob Harlins at the end of the day. But I don't think Matt LaFleur's job is on the line yet. But Joe Barry, I mean, the defense has been so inconsistent, specifically on the run. They've been a sieve on the run, against the run for the last two years. And let's see what Matt LaFleur's offense looks like out of Hall of Fame quarterback.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, yeah, Matt LaFleur is probably a year away. I have some buddies who don't really like Matt LaFleur. I don't like what a,
1: Matt LaFleur says publicly, and I worry that he is very wishy-washy uh, internally. I,
0: I think with Matt, it's, yeah, it'll, he'll get the keys to the car. We'll see how it goes. Um, it, You know, I think there are some concerns he might be too focused on to run. I mean, that's old Tennessee days, things like that. But yeah, I, I would tend to be aligned there that Brian, you could see something similar to what happened with John Robinson in Tennessee, where John Robinson was pretty well respected, pretty well regarded, traded A.J. Brown, and then it didn't go well for Tennessee, and they, they got rid of him in the middle of the season. And then people were surprised. People were like, why did this happen? But I think it was because he didn't really... And
1: Vrabel won the power stroke. Right.
0: And there really wasn't a plan going forward. And so, yeah, the lame duck thing is interesting. You almost wonder, the guy who's coming in, will there be a talk with Lafleur, And is that part of the sort of qualifications, whether it's at policy, whether it's Russ Ball, you know, who is that guy? And is that guy aligned with keeping on Matt Lafleur, Or do they want to completely upset the apple cart with doing something different?
1: Yeah, time will tell on that, uh, but it's a very pivotal draft. There's tons of holes. We mentioned the offensive holes already. We will talk defense heavily later on, but there's tons of holes at safety. There's tons of holes at Ed Rusher. Um, You could make a case that we need two new specialists for the first time yep. in almost 20 years where we've needed a new—and and Pat O'Donnell's still on the team, so I think he'll be there long Right, term. yeah. But—
0: we need a new kicker yeah i, I don't really agree with bringing mason Crosby back not at the price that it would cost and i i think his legs been dead for two years
1: at the price it costs i'd rather bring robbie gold in.
0: <laughs> yeah you love robbie gold robbie gold is a great dude <laughs> you you are all in on robbie gold. He's
1: 70 of 70 in the postseason i know points i know Eagles. he has beat us twice i believe in the playoffs
0: yeah, yeah that's like jeff suit it's like you know you gotta beat the best to uh be the best i guess yeah. Uh, and
1: real quick, I think one thing that will be a tell-all on this draft as a whole, not just with the Packers, but as a league, is you know, the Wonderlook test is no longer administrated by the NFL at the Combine. Uh, but there's this new test given by a third party called the S2 Cognitive Test. Yeah, it's hot and in the streets hot right now. It's in the now. streets. It's a company out of Tennessee or somewhere in the south, I believe. And some scores have already leaked. Um, just for the quarterbacks. Obviously. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. And, and Bryce Young is like 95%. Joe Burrow was 97%. C.J. Stroud was like 18%. Yeah,
0: not great. C.J. Um, Stroud's been... Thrown through the fucking yeah, ringer Brady, there. Qu-
1: Brady Quinn tried to ruin CJ Stroud's life earlier this week. The bub off yeah, because you know because he tried to align himself with the Manning family uh, because he needs to keep getting checks in CBS Sports HQ yeah. or whatever it's called. But yeah, I think that's going to be a huge story about the draft. We also have a lot of older players. This is the yeah. last kind of impact of the COVID year where there was there is a lot of fifth year seniors in this draft or potentially six year six year seniors in this draft, but. I, I think the Packers, you know, my take has been since February, um, at least, is we need to get as many impact players uh, in the first two days of the draft, and that means getting more draft capital.
0: Absolutely. So before we talk about the offensive players, can I ask you a Rogers question?
1: Yep. I'm do available you... for one. Uh... <laughs>
0: uh, do you think we will have a Rodgers trade by the time of the draft?
1: I think they will go every mile they can. I think it is a failure by the Packers, actually, to not have a trade done. I think it creates more problems. I think the negotiating is done. You put yourself in this scenario. And other than eating Roger's whole cap in 2023, there isn't much to gain by not doing the trade ahead of the second round. Um, the first round, I think, is, is that ship has sailed. I, yeah. think, getting, no. I think getting 13, uh, that ship has sailed, unless we're going to give back draft capital, but I think missing out on pick 42 and 43 would be a major bummer, and then it puts more stress on Jordan Love, because then what happens if we go through what we had happened with Favre, and Rodgers wants to come back, and that makes this saga and, you know, so bad yeah, for that's, drag yeah, in the summer, and that's not, that's fair, ugly. To, that's not fair to Jordan that, Love. that that, that, that would really that,
0: that would get really ugly. Um, I, I do think... I think j- if it
1: doesn't, though, if for some reason there's not a trade done... Um, and this totally doesn't align with what I just said, but for some reason, I think if Jack, Jackson Smith Jugba, who may not be on the board on 15, I think Goody will do it out of spite.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's out of spite, though. I mean, he's yeah, a perfect He, he, is, a he yeah. is a perfect fit. Zay
1: Flowers is not a fit. No, at, at no, Zay
0: Flowers would be a spite pick. Yeah, they, I think Zay Flowers would be a spite pick. I, I think, though, the Jets need to kind of sack up, though. The Jets need to. They're acting like, well, we don't want to give this up. We're worried about Rodgers being traded. It's and just
1: negotiation tech. The Jets but, don't need to set up. The, like Packers the to just make the deal. It's, it's the, the
0: price fun. of doing business, though. Uh, you know, well, March Shamara said it on the radio yesterday. Like, it's the price of doing business. Like, if it's like, the
1: price of doing the business, then why didn't you trade him last year when the deal would have been way bigger after you looked at what happened? Because
0: wrestling. I think the optics of it and some of the control that Mark Murphy has over the organization of trading an, a guy who would just won an MVP is practically unheard of. You don't see that happen in the NFL. And you don't see it happen, honestly, in any sport. Like, you want to you know, keep riding the horse that got you there. And once they gave him the deal, it all went sideways. And I think there are a lot of people to blame in that pizza pie of blame because it's not just Aaron Rodgers. It's not just the Green Bay Packer organization. It's, it's Matt LaFleur. It's the quarterback evaluation of how did you not see that Jordan Love was gonna be this good? Like that to me is the, the thing that pisses me off the most about this is like if you knew Jordan Love was gonna be this good, why the fuck did you give him that deal? That's that's the part that that internally drives me crazy, and we could go all day on this, but we won't. In terms of ranking importance of offensive positions, you've already kind of hinted at a little bit. What's sort of your rankings if you if you had to do it?
1: One would be tight end, and I know people get excited um, about importance. This doesn't mean in the first round.
0: No, no, no. This is just
1: one is what, tight end, one two is receiver, and three would be. Um, Picking David Bakhtiari's replacement or a center, someone that can play center immediately, that has an upside to playing tackle in the future, and there's a lot of guys that have first round grade, grades. So, Packer fans, get ready—we might be drafting an offensive lineman in the first
0: round. So, I, I put offensive tackle fourth. I agree with you. I say tight end, wide receiver, interior offensive lineman, center specifically. I'm right on board with you. And then I'm at offensive tackle, running back, quarterback, and that's kind of how my how my list would go. Um, and i
1: would say running back quarterback and uh, i would i would probably flip uh quarterback and running back okay Um, i just but that doesn't mean where they're picked in the draft i
0: just look at it as 2024 is so deep i'd rather just get mason rudolph and ride with mason rudolph than than like have to deal you know have two young quarterbacks i'd rather just get a veteran that i would have liked blaine gabbert he just got picked up by kansas city like i would have been fine with that and so we'll see, um, but yeah, I we could start with the tight ends, um, as we both see the importance of that. You look at you know the Dalton Kincaids and the Michael Meyer Mayers of the world. Uh, is it, is tight end like a priority for you in round one or in the first couple rounds, or is it really you know where do those guys fit on your board?
1: Michael Mayer to me does not fit the mold of Brian Gutenkust. I know there's been a lot of comps, and you really like them, Chuck, the Heath Miller. Oh one. yeah, that doesn't do enough for me. And if you look at all these great tight ends in the NFL, not many of them other than TJ Hawkinson were picked in the first round.
0: Yeah, I, I hear you. Oh, go ahead.
1: And so I would love to get a tight end in the second round, an early second round. That means maneuvering, maybe trading up into the early 30s once the first round is commenced. But I have a hard time picking Michael Mayer without Rodgers there. Michael Mayer was an all-in. That guy can immediately make an impact Day one, um, Michael Mayer is not Rob Gronkowski. He is not the athlete that I think we think he is, but he's pro-ready. He played in a pro-style offense at Notre Dame. He knows how to run block. He can do it all, where a Musgrave and a Dalton Kincaid, they are not going to be ready to block in the NFL. They are going to be glorified bigger receivers.
0: Right, and and in some people's points with Kincaid and Musgrave is that they can do some of the things that Jackson Smith and Jibba would do if he's not available, and that he could be. they could be the zone breakers that Smith and Jibba is. And so that's a reason to take those. I agree that it's a little risky taking a glorified wide receiver at 15. You do have to fill fill needs. I think a guy like Sam, Sam Laporta, Tucker Craft who might need a little seasoning because he played at South Dakota State. I don't know if you're gonna be ready. Musgrave as well. Like are those guys you look at you know, maybe in that sec- that second day. I think those are all guys that I would assume are on your list if you're thinking more of a day two option.
1: Yeah, they are all there. And I've never wanted to draft on at 15, actually. And I think you are very well aware of this. I think there's so many holes in the roster that my hope has always been to find somebody that wants Anthony Richardson, find somebody that wants Will Levis, that's in yes. the 20s. Yeah. And let's go get some more draft capital either for 23 or 24.
0: Yeah, and like, I, we're, so if they move down... Does that, like, change your mind on Darnell Washington? Like, Darnell Washington's kind of a red flag guy to me. Like, yeah. I I, Darnell,
1: I don't – Darnell Washington, I think it's tough to go back to the well in a Georgia guy offensively or defensively. Yeah. We just don't have the results three years in. yeah. And Darnell Washington, I mean, he wasn't even the best tight end on his team.
0: Yeah, so, it, yeah, and like it's like you're asking a lot from Darnell Washington. He's a pro again. This goes Mercedes, back.
1: I think Darnell Washington is Mercedes Lewis.
0: He could be, and but it's he's probably two years away from being the pass catcher that Big Dog was in his All Pro days, and he's he can be a a great tackle, you know, glorified sixth guy in terms of your your offensive line. But I don't get the Darnell Washington love. Like, tight end
1: is is difficult. I think as drafting it
0: yeah yeah and are there guys you know later rounds that you look at and you're like okay this is you know because i do think they're going to draft two tight ends because i think you need to i think just where they are from a a depth perspective perception or perspective they're probably going to need two tight ends out of this draft
1: yeah the wiley kid from cincinnati he was in on a visit washington did have a visit as well which is concerning yeah um mallory i like koontz i like um, I i love Tucker Kraft from South Dakota State. I mean, he's someone that turned down, it's reportedly, you know, almost a million dollars of NIL money to go play at Alabama. And Alabama and <laughs> Nick Saban wanted him to come to the SEC. And South Dakota State and North Dakota State. Oh, yeah, they're factories. Produce some really great NFL talent, probably better than lower Big Ten teams and definitely some Pac 12 teams. Yeah,
0: and I mean, Dallas Goddard, right, was a South Dakota State tight end and, you know, was in that system. And Goddard. Had some injuries early on, and now he's he's still the kind of guy who gets hurt a little too often. But that we're
1: just looking for Dalton Schultz. Right? Oh just, yeah, for yeah, sure. We're looking yeah. for uh, you know, uh, what's the kid Dawson Knox? Yeah. We haven't had we've had four tight ends since Ron Wolf took over. That are legitimately good, and that's Chewy JerMichael. Bub of France. I mean, this tight end has a chance to be immediately better than Robert Tunyon.
0: Right, uh, and like I think when the guy that you didn't mention was Luke Schoonmaker, who could be your more Michael Mayer type yeah, in he, a fourth I, round, I just, fifth round he never type.
1: Popped off for me from Michigan. I just never saw um, the intangibles, but he's a Big Ten guy. I think if you draft someone like him, you're just getting an old school. Right.
0: 90s oh, fan. totally. Yeah, and then like, what do you, how's your feelings on Cameron Latu?
1: Um, he never really impressed me at Alabama.
0: Yeah, I think if you ha- yeah, if you're if you're an Alabama skill player and somehow you don't pop, like that's m- probably a problem.
1: Yeah, with a great quarterback and a great offense and great talent around you. So I really do like Sam Laporte. I would be very surprised if he is not looked at in round two or round three. I mean, Iowa between Hawkinson yep. between Kittle, they have Noah Fant up. has been the okay. Fan.
0: Like, oh, nah, I wouldn't say he's like Noah
1: Fant could have been a Green Bay Packer. He <laughs> would have been part of the Russ, you know, <laughs> the, the Rodgers, yeah, Rodgers, Russell Wilson package um so yeah tight end is number one but I don't really love tight end at 15 um it just hasn't been very successful so that's where I go wide receiver and for me um it's really between Jackson Smith and Jordan Addison
0: okay so let's talk about Jordan Addison I mean well we can talk about JSN let's start there and then we'll go to Jordan Addison JSN is I think everything that the Packers need they need a slot guy they have two guys who are on the outside with Dobbs and Watson and they need a guy who can just kind of break the zones. And there's so much zone defense right now in the NFL. My only concern with Smith, Smith Najiba is the fact he didn't play at all last year. And that's, you know, not to go back to tight end, but that's the most gripe concern. He only played three games. And that
1: doesn't bother me after seeing Jamar Chase. Oh, uh, that's a fair point. And I'd rather the guy be healthy and he wasn't getting enough, you know, the NIL, NIL money still comes in, whether it hurt right. or not. Right. And that might be changed down the road. He had a better um, statistics once you really dive in than Garrett Wilson. Ohio State has been a factory for receivers. So right. until one of these misses, and this is dating back to Michael Thomas. Right. They have been a factory at ride receiver. And so until that changes, I think you gotta go back to the well.
0: If you had to if we opened up the Tab Nick sports Sportsbook that you know uh well, um it what are the what would you put the odds that he's there at fifteen? I would
1: probably go plus the, uh, i don't think he'll be
0: there okay so, so you plus, think plus 500 something plus like that yeah
1: plus yeah. But, yeah yeah i'll yeah. take that
0: I no take that. <laughs> you can't you can't take that that that's off the board uh we're not gonna do draft position i'll tell you that right now so don't I even ask in the draft group chat yeah but i, I, I f- bet you do fired some
1: draft <laughs>
0: i'm not, su- top 10 I'm not surprised <laughs> not surprised this slice. yeah i i kind of agree because like we'll see what the stroud stuff we'll see what happens but I would not be surprised if Justin Fields' people are pushing Smith-Najiba to the Bears at 9. I think that would be an awful decision by Chicago, given how many offensive tackles are available in that area, and they need offensive line help in the worst way possible. Uh, they, I need, think, they need help on either side of right. the line. And I think the Texans are another team where if they don't go with a quarterback, maybe, maybe that's not a decision, but if they or get if Trey they Lance... Stroud. Yeah, if they get Trey Lance. Right, and so I don't – I kind of agree with you. I think everybody's getting themselves excited. It does seem like there's a lot of smoke around it, but that's usually a bad sign for the Packers because if there's a lot of smoke, people still respect the Packers. However you feel about Brian Gunacous, he was rated as a top-10 GM according to NFL.com. So if they're like, well, if Brian's in on him, maybe we should be in on him. The Patriots also need a receiver. They're right there in front of us. So – I. Yeah, I'd be high-pressed. So let's talk Addison. Addison's a much smaller guy. Uh, he's, what, 5'11", right? Uh, lanky dude. Uh, he would fit in the slot, but why do you like him and why? And do you think if Packers were to trade down to your kind of hypothetical Levis Richardson, you know, is that that's probably where Addison's going to be. And so kind of talk us through why you like Addison. Because he's a little, I would say, down on my list, just understanding the Packer mold of receivers.
1: Um, I just think the pedigree. You know, it was the number one the Belintikov Award in 2021. Then succeeded with Caleb Williams. Knows how to run in a pro style offense. Actually, really reminds me of Bob Woods, who the Packers were in on many I years love, ago. I love me some Bob I Woods. Love someone and that can run routes, but also find holes. And I think that's what you need with young young quarterbacks. Actually, is to just have awareness. You know, once you get past or where that first down marker is. And I just look at the the pedigree and the statistics, and I like him a ton more than the TCU receiver. Um, oh, Quentin Johnson. Yeah, yeah I Johnson. Think- I I can't stand. I think that's very boomer bust, and I, I just think he's very overlooked. I mean, he has a lot to do by why why Kenny Pickett was a first round pick.
0: Yeah, and that's actually a really good point. I mean, Addison had a little bit of a off kilter uh, USC experience, right? Right, like there were some things about his USC that it worked out and it was great. And, and that, there were some at
1: times that offense was electric.
0: Right, exactly. And I think, you know, you mentioned at the beginning where you're like, this could be a non-traditional Brian Gunakus draft. And I do wonder if smaller receivers fit into that because there are a lot of undersized receivers in this group that could be available in rounds two and three if the Packers were to pass on a receiver again in the first round, whether it is... Tank Dell, Josh Downs, um, Jalen Hyatt's not very big.
1: Jonathan Mingo. Mingo's Tyler. Mingo's
0: a little bigger, yeah. though, right? Yeah. Like, but so. you're yeah, talking
1: smaller guys. Josh Downs is the guy I like a lot. I don't actually like Zay Flowers too much. I, th- I think he's pretty small. I should reach out to Dino Tomlin to get the real story right. on him. Friend of the um, program. Yeah, friend of the program. But I, I think that if you're going to pick a small receiver, just wait until round two, round three. Um, Rice did visit. He's a smaller guy. Yeah,
0: but he, I mean, the, the profile on him is not great. Like, he's like, it's like he kind of plays when he wants to, and, like, he's kind of been a little inconsistent. That that always sort of trends red flaggy to me. I know that people are saying he looks like a Packer. He fits sort of what the Packers like in receiver. So does Michael Wilson, and I don't like him at all because he's played 14 games in three years. Like, no thanks. Michael like, Dell's too small for me. Tank Dell, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, that's he's, his full
1: name. I mean, and you know Marvin Mims, he was a decent I, slot receiver. Rashad Rice is an SMU kid, um, and then you're getting into the the, 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 thick, the, the thick, the the, the thick. I, that's where I have the most data. I would say when where the you know Ted Thompson RIP, a great man. That is where the Packers eat. They've yep. eaten the third round. they eat eaten the fourth round. They've eaten the second round, too, at wide receiver.
0: I mean, if they would draft Keyshawn Butte in the, Which I love. In the four, third or fourth round, Total 100%, upside. like, just take the risk and see what happens. And I think Mims and – is Mims is one of those guys where I I feel like whenever I was watching Oklahoma, he would pop. Same with Charlie Jones, who went to Purdue, like, from Iowa. Like, he was always catching the ball. And I, I don't know. Like, that's – sometimes your eye test, you ignore – all the other shit um do you like wicks um the kid from virginia he has a little drop problem but he also kind of fits packer profile in terms of wide receivers yeah his
1: drop rate is pretty similar actually to mvs's hilarious actually, in my notes he is labeled <laughs> he visited yeah and he's labeled as mvs yeah. he is a flyer he's the take the, take the top off the guy And I just believe we already have that with Mr. Watson. Yeah.
0: Do you have any other guys that you like that we haven't discussed so far?
1: Yeah. Justin Shorter, I think, is going to become a pretty sneaky day three pick. He has popped on a lot of tape because people have been watching a lot of Anthony Richardson tape. Okay. Yeah. So Uh, he
0: gets the Anthony Richardson sort of, like, buzz there.
1: Yeah. Um, You know, he's interesting for sure to me. And after that, you you really kind of start to get into, like, Jake Bobo I don't like from UCLA. No. Um. Uh, we talked about Wicks, Ronnie Bell, not a big fan of from Michigan. Charlie Jones, he never really showed me anything at Purdue. I do like Bryce Ford Wheaton from West Virginia. He is also an MVS guy. Um, I've always been very in on Parker Washington from Penn State, going back to kind of when I started to dive in um you know early in penn run. state
0: also not to interrupt but like penn state not necessarily known for their quarterback like if they draft sean clifford i'm i might be out even uh, if it's I mean, a six round
1: i like jonathan mingo i i, yeah. I really do I, he reminds me a lot of a fast round Lazard.
0: yeah no, and the old miss hit rate right like aj brown dk metcalf not saying that hey,
1: miss, hey glenn Kevin is an offensive right. architect
0: yeah right. not saying that you're gonna be aj brown or you're gonna be dk metcalf but i do believe that like they get if that they've gotten you ready for the pros, then you can do it with other guys. And just too. so I
1: could yell Mingo is my dingo all the time.
0: Mingo! <laughs> <like. laughs> yeah, the so, Mingo tweets would be off the charts.
1: Yeah, and I think you also have to look at guys that played with the quarterbacks. You know, Tanner McAfee, I believe. Mm-hmm. He's the Stanford quarterback. His go-to receiver that's in the draft is Michael Wilson. So depends how much homework the Packers did on these quarterbacks. That's when you start to sometimes that's interesting. find out, oh, who does he keep throwing to? You know, A.T. Perry, I'm just not a fan of. Like... Uh, I didn't think Sam Hartman is a great story. Like that's just not a good offense. No, that's that
0: weird offense. that weird uh zone mesh stuff that yeah. Hartman's running. And Hartman I think well, it'll be really interesting to see how he does in Notre Dame. Like that's not we're not talking college football. And if but if Jalen like, Hyatt, if Jalen Hyatt is too uh, I, I, like I know you love Jalen Hyatt. I
1: know you love that offense. I do. What scares me there is that's the old run and shoot Oklahoma. Yeah, is it
0: a Mickey is it a Mickey Mouse offense yeah, that doesn't translate Oklahoma. Yeah, or Baylor or any of those other ones, you know, and so well let's uh let's go to tackle. I, even though I have center higher on my list, I think tackles what people care about. So I am out on the idea of a tackle in the first round. I understand the David Bakhtiar replacement. You could sell me on the idea that where the Packers are drafting, if they stay at fifteen, that's where the tackles are getting drafted. Uh we'll talk defense later, but I think you could have a similar discussion about cornerback. Again, not exactly a need, way less of a need if you rank the entire the entire chart from offense and defense but like kind of which one of the you know group whether it's skronsky whether it's antoine harrison paris johnson um who else am i missing uh darnell wright um, you know, who is that guy? Who's sort of the cream rises to the top for you on? Well, I think
1: Skronsky, because he can play center or guard. You know, we know. Yeah, these he has things. smaller,
0: shorter arms for the people. But, like, that's going to be the big thing on Skronsky, but very similar profile to Brian Bulaga. Yeah,
1: we know these things right now that Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins, and John Roney Jr. are for sure going to be starters, and probably Zach Tom. Yeah. So, can we find someone that has a future? at a premier position but can play interior three in year one also skaronski his grandfather played for the oh god the big jays oh it, this would be such a bad big jay story a though guy yes so this could be and i remember i was so worried about us hiring pats as jail yes yes I was, I was terrified i so, too i like skaronski i think he like it seems like almost too smart i don't like ohio state offensive lineman paris johnson just looks like a big dude Darnold Wright is interesting to me, but I don't think he can play inside. No, it's too big. I I think it's really um, a pump and dump. Kind of push it out to the, you know, farther along. Cody Mach. Ah, yeah. Down the list. He can play all five positions. That is, like, why they drafted Zach Tom. Yeah. And And the Packers have been extremely sensitive to a couple positions for relative athletic score. Wide receiver, safety, edge, and offensive lineman. They do not draft on athletic offensive lineman. They draft guys like David Vatieri, who may not fit the profile of being a left tackle, but in redrafts he's a top four pick in the right. NFL draft. Right. So we draft athletes. The Zach Tom pick was killed when it was selected. But we everybody.
0: But to to dive in there, every every like Packer blogger, Packer Twitter was like Packer pick, Packer pick, Packer pick, because and Mouch, yeah. He can move inside. I even my notes. Seems like a good offensive line athlete. Just figure it out. Like, and that's exactly what you're saying is like, you just figure out those guys.
1: I don't think we're going to pick a center that plays center. So the Whippler guy and the Aliva guy from TCU, yep. I don't think we're going to pick someone that can just play center. I do think Josh Meyer's job is on the line. 100%. should be. So we're going to pick a guy that has a future, maybe somewhere else. But maybe, could play center year one. Maybe, a, maybe, John maybe, Jr. Could play center.
0: maybe a Joe Tippman from Wisconsin, right? Um, hey, Joe Tippman. I mean, I've been batting. Yeah, I, I know. We know. I mean, every year. <laughs> when you have a day three pick, I think we
1: have like three fifth round uh, picks. Just pick an offensive lineman from the Badgers. Yeah. Listen to Mark Tauscher. It's worked out a few times. So
0: if you if you do draft a tackle early, like let's just say they draft Skaranski. Let's just use that hypothetical. Do you float to people Josh Nyman in a deal? Like, do you, with with how much offensive linemen are getting paid right now, and good the going rate? You're probably not going to bring Josh
1: yeah, Nyman back. Bears. Oh wow! Okay. I would call. I would call Virginia. See, yeah. See if she. No, up, I mean, see if she's up. Look, call Getzey. Yeah, and push it, it through for some heavy capital. Yeah. Talking, no, I yeah. Second, I mean, we saw they gave up a second round pick for Chase Claypool, so yeah, I would like the Bears' second round pick next year.
0: Yeah, I I don't hate that idea at all. Um Josh Diamond I think's good, but I know the Packers aren't gonna sign him, so it's like, well he if struggled if it, postseason
1: too. Yeah, really. yeah, exactly. He's lost a couple playoffs.
0: Right. So yeah, just just move on.
1: And I think with the offensive line, I don't want Matt LaFleur to have too many decisions because we've seen Oh, I mean the the San Francisco
0: 15. the San Francisco game is one I'll never forget, for. That's that's the thing that stands out to me is like he just completely changed the offensive line. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I think Bakhtiari's injury had a lot to do with it, but we'll never know. It'll probably be in the Rogers book that we get from somebody, you know, years down the road. So any other ones that we haven't talked about? It sounds like you're kind of out on like a Dewan Jones, the massive,
1: the massive guy just doesn't fit the Packers, but right? They, do. they don't buy. They don't go and pick these DeBricashoff-Ferguson type right and left hackers. Shout out to
0: DeBricashoff-Ferguson. I didn't think we were going to DeBricashoff-Ferguson We reference. don't
1: pick the Trent Williams, who is a f- – Trent Williams is an outlier. He's yeah. not only massive, but he's an insane athlete. Right. He's a Hall of Fame offensive lineman already. So, yeah, I, I just don't think the big bruisers that play in the SEC are the type of guys we pick traditionally.
0: Uh, is anything Matt Bergeron, the kid from Syracuse, pretty good pass blocker, things like that?
1: Yeah, that that would work for me. You know, not obviously... Day one, no. Day one, I would prefer that on day three. But, you know, the Packers invest in offensive linemen, but we'll see um, with Sean Ryan. Yeah. You know, know, he was suspended for, I believe, six games. Yes, there it is. Thank God he wasn't gambling. (laughs) Um, but I think the offensive line is for the most part in a good depth position it just kind of depends on if we can find an impact player for 2023
0: yeah and I I like that's the other part of it it's like if you have the tight end stuff available if you have the offensive line I think it's really that's the that's the whole thought process about trading down is like trade down get more capital so then you can kind of control what you do the rest of the way and I'm You've are selling. you sold me on it already. I was already kind of in on it. Now I think I'm even more in as I continue to talk about it and figure out. Any other of the guys in the middle that are worth talking about? I know you mentioned Oliva, who, yeah, he's a pure center, not really an athlete. That's the same with uh, Olu Otuame. There's a little worry there that he's not as athletic, um, so probably out on the Packers. Is there any other guys in the middle that you've looked at and you're like, okay, yeah, that guy could make sense?
1: I mean, I would take Jared Patterson in day three. He's a center from Notre Dame. They've just continued to pump out offensive linemen. I mean, but after that, you know, Ryan Hayes is a Michigan guy. He's going to be a day three pick. We've done very well yeah. there. We're very connected there. Um, and that that's really it from an athlete standpoint. Um, and- I've not dug in too much. Outside of, you know, getting an impact guy, Ant, Skaronsky, who I love. Ant, I, do, I do like Skaronsky a lot. Even with the short arms, you're like, whatever. That doesn't it doesn't matter. David Bakhtiari yeah. had short arms. Yeah. yeah. Alton Jenkins had short arms. <laughs> they they don't, like yeah. That.
0: That's a good point. And maybe they, 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 the short arm thing, the Packers really don't care about. Other guy to just throw out there as a day three guy, and then we can talk running backs and quarterbacks, uh, Anthony Bradford from LSU. He, you know, three positions on the offensive line, 29-game career.
1: Played in the SEC. Played, played in the
0: SEC. And he has a little struggle in the pass blocking but he, he's a good run blocker out the gates. Yeah, I'll just be
1: pick like a Pac-12. Like Zach Hansen. You yeah. know, he flopped. To the right, Or, or Jake Hansen. Jake Hansen. Remember yeah.
0: Jake Hansen started in that Minnesota game? Yep. And it was like it immediately, was immediately you're like,
1: all right. Don't pick guys in the Big 12 or the Pac-12 that just don't see marquee defensive line talent on a day-to-day basis.
0: Absolutely. All right, let's move to running back. So, it's funny. I... I didn't exactly think like it's a good running back draft. It's a really good running back draft. Bijan Robinson might go top ten, which is fucking unbelievable. Um, but I I was like, okay, so maybe you could get a combination of what AJ or Aaron Jones is and AJ Dillon. And but what I didn't realize, Murph, and maybe you know this, you probably do because you're on it. Do you know that AJ Dillon's an unrestricted free agent next year?
1: Yeah, second round pick.
0: Right. So do you actually look for an A.J. Dillon replacement instead of everyone's like, oh, replacing Aaron Jones? It's like, I think Aaron Jones is like the leader of this team at this point. I don't think Aaron Jones is leaving anytime soon, but maybe A.J. Dillon, even though he's done a lot of good well, he's a really well-liked guy in the community and a good locker room guy, it seems like. I just, I don't know. I think Dillon could be, could be on the move next year and maybe you're looking for his replacement you know, in terms of the draft.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big fan of A.J. Dillon after the unproductive 2022 he had. I think Aaron Jones is a great running back leader. Um, I think he'd be looking for a replacement for both of them. You know, this is um, a position group I've scouted heavily other than going on visits. (laughs) I I have some really interesting opinions here. And I think the Packers are, I think the Packers, if you just look at the visits, which I do think matter, like they're going to draft a running back. Yeah. Um, I just, it's not going to be B. John Robinson if it does... uh, Make sure he gets some deadbolts on
0: the door. Yeah, up. if B. John Robinson gets drafted, I don't know what would happen. I, I would love to see it. Almost from you, like our, our good friend Mitch. Uh, if you want to see chaos, if you want to see meltdown, that's exactly. The meltdown would
1: be the Packers trading up to get B. John Robinson. Yes. Yeah, getting rid of 45 <laughs> and trading up to
0: get. Trading it. Aaron Jones or like, yeah, or, you know, then getting Cav. I don't know. B. John Robinson would be wild. But. Who sort of sticks out to you and you're like, yeah, that's my guy, and that's the guy I would have on my board if you if you still wrote. I
1: mean, it would be round two, but if I mean and it, it it might pay me a little bit at 45, but if you turn the tape on, Jamar Gibbs, man, yeah, he flies. It's a great, great he flies in Alabama too. And he's flying in the SEC and he's making plays against Georgia, and he's making plays against Mississippi State, and he's making plays against Ole Miss. He has a different gear. He does remind me a lot of Alvin Kamara. And yeah. that that type of back is invaluable to in the NFL because that means he can be an impact guy out of the backfield. And the Packers, you know, A.J. Dillon, yes, he's been somewhat productive as a receiver, but it's like it's like screens. He can't line up really. Like, he's not an impact receiver. And Aaron Jones is a 15-touch guy game really, yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. He is a Porsche that yes. he can take out. So then let's just add another sports car.
0: Yeah, why not? Add a Ferrari. Like, if you have a Porsche, why not add a Ferrari too? Is Tajay Spears maybe the – fourth-round, third-round guy that is at the Gibbs level? Maybe not at Gibbs level, but could replicate what you get out of Gibbs if he's not available when you're picking round two.
1: Um, I don't see him as really a fit there. I think if he's not available, we go to more round three and pick a banger like a Tank Bigsby. Um, Yes. Even... Like a Zach Evans, t- those type of guys. Yes. Tank Bigsby ran over people at
0: Auburn. Yeah, the thing about Tank Bigsby that you have to keep in mind is he did not have a good offensive line. Auburn was a mess. Brian Hartson, you know that program was an absolute disaster, and Tank Bigsby was still making plays. And I think you have to, qual- you have to at least recognize that. Um, in Zach terms,
1: Carboneau is too much of a pass catcher. He's yeah, just a third down guy. Right. I think he maybe you can pick him day three, but. Don't expect him to make an impact, you know, from running the ball consistently.
0: Didn't make my list. Dwayne McBride fumbled a lot, but he also was he got yards. Like he was an absolute monster. He just fumbled the ball a lot. So it's like, is that is that just who he is, or is
1: that fixable? Right. Yeah. Devin Akenye Akanye from Texas A&M yeah. is a flyer. Yeah. I believe he ran under a four or three. He is another another third down guy be interesting what Jimbo feels about him
0: they yeah he he popped on my list um oh go ahead I'm sorry I I stopped you there
1: there's definitely some guys in day three though oh yeah that's where I think the Packers if Gibbs or a Bigsby is not there um I think that's where they'll look to add somebody and I I have very deep uh, on day three you know it could be an Eric Gray from Oklahoma Deuce Vaughn I actually love Yes. Um, from a partner turner, from uh, just a scatback type of guy, Chase Brown was very productive at Illinois. Yep. Um, even Muhammad Ibrahim from Minnesota was a productive guy in the Big Ten. Evan Hull has been in for a visit from Northwestern. He think he killed the Badgers one time, and he is on like every mock draft when he, when if you look up the Packers media mafia, they all have him mocked. He's going to be a sixth or seventh round pick.
0: Sure. And so, the
1: last one I would say is uh, Keaton Mitchell from ECU. He's also a flyer. He came in for a visit. I like him a lot, uh, but he's a day three pick for me.
0: And some people say he could be the next Chris Johnson. That's, you know, from not the. A lot of, not a
1: lot of police officers <laughs> in Green Bay, I'll tell you that. And that's just Gus Johnson's line, not
0: mine. Oh, man. That's good. Uh, but yeah, I love the Deuce Swan idea. I think that would give Rich Bisaccia, basically, you would talk about sports car. Like, that gives Rich Bisaccia a sports car. And yes, it's it allows
1: Keyshawn Nixon to maybe play in the slot.
0: Yeah, and gives you especially too if and we'll talk about corners later, but if Eric Stokes is really hurt as they say he is, potentially, and it's not gonna be, hey, Eric Stokes back in in uh October, Eric Stokes might not be back till November, then yeah, I think you do need to find that specialist, and maybe it's it's Deu And then the things you can do with you know in terms of motion with him and Christian Watson like all of a sudden like that makes that makes Packers really difficult and I I just don't think they've had enough toys at times and him or Keith Mitchell would give them a toy
1: what is your thought process on Kenny McIntosh from Georgia just couldn't no, get on the field I, just yeah, didn't out, like it out
0: it's you, if you're not you can't be the guy at Georgia then there's there might be something wrong with you like, I He's think 23 that, too. Yeah. So, and yeah, I don't yeah, like drafting that's, a 23 year like old yeah, running that's, Yeah, that's very. Yeah, I'm out I was just that. curious because, no.
1: you know, we've had these things over the years where these Alabama or Georgia guys just never get on the field. I mean, the Hurricanes are famous for 20 years ago, where you just picked a guy that was in the stable that just never got a lot of tread on his tires. But I don't like drafting old guys um, specifically. That's why I was so. You know, bummed about the DeAndre Wyatt pick last year. Yeah. Picking uh, yes. basically a 23 year old. Listen,
0: I never thought they were we I mean, there's tape. I was very convinced De- Devanti, DeAndre Devante Devonde Wyatt would not be a Packer, and yet he is. And I hope for a better second year because definitely, definitely need it. While we're talking about running backs, I popped on the bird to look up something, and uh Kabir Bajra brother is breaking that Derrick Henry's going to the Eagles. Wow. We don't know. I don't know if it'll happen.
1: That'd be smart for the Titans.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. It'd be smart for the Titans. It but it would... doesn't
1: align with what Howie Rosen said the other day, where he does not expect to bring in so many veterans. He kind of looks at this as a retooling right. year. He does yes. I almost don't think he expects to go back to the Super Bowl, even though he says that's, you know. Right. Well,
0: but, you yeah. have to expect Jalen Hurts to take a step back, right? Jalen Hurts, like, you know, there's going to be a book on iconic Jalen Hurts. Ru- I
1: mean, he was an iconic fantasy football player. Right. Iconic rushing offense from an yeah. efficiency standpoint. Um, God bless Miles Sanders Won't have the same impact right. Next year yeah. um, At his new team So I yeah, probably should look To trade Miles Sanders In my dynasty
0: league But that's here and right there uh, Alright let's run through Quarterbacks uh, You know I think We're both agreed That this is a Day three thing I think if it's not A day three thing I think all of us Will lose our minds um, Who are the guys That but sort of you gotta of remember
1: We drafted Brian Brown
0: In the second round I, I, Look I know But I just think Next year's draft Is so much better For quarterbacks okay, and And that's where I'm like just wait Just chill like, and that's where I don't exactly like not to completely go off a tangent, but like that's what I don't get about people wanting to draft like a Levis or a Richardson. Like, I get Stroud and Young, but I don't get Levis or Richardson because it's like just wait a year. But I understand like your job's on the line every day, your fan base is not going to support you. Like, it seems like Houston's kind of trying to do that with maybe not drafting. And if they do, it's, it's really interesting because it's basically. Sam Hinkie asked, trust the process, sort of shit.
1: So McShay and Daniel Jeremiah on Ryan Rosillo's podcast says they can't, on the record, find a team that wants Anthony Richardson. Will Levis is pretty linked to um, the Raiders, which I actually don't see from a Josh McDaniel standpoint. But what happens in the second round at 45 if Anthony Richardson is on the table? Because he has 13 <sighs> starts. He is a freak athlete. He has better intangibles than Jordan Love. I actually wouldn't hate it because in the Ron Wolf, you know, regime that I grew up in, in the school of Ron Wolf, you never can have enough quarterbacks. Yeah. I would pick Anthony Richardson at 45. And I would be fine with it because he has a chance to be better than Jalen. He has a chance to be not Patrick Mahomes, but Patrick Mahomes. Like he has an electric arm and he made some like legit throws at Florida where against Georgia he had to make a decision on routes. And he had to read coverage. He just needs more time, and that means he needs to sit next year.
0: Right. I mean, I when you said that when you put the hypothetical, I was kind of like the Vince McMahon man video they do where he looks away. Like I was looking like aimlessly into the window of my house because, like, yeah, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. But I, I don't think he gets out of the first round. No, As
1: you've seen there has not been a lot of second round quarterbacks because of the like because of year. the because of fifth year. Lamar right? Jackson was picked thirty two. Right.
0: If Richardson's around you know 30 31 someone's trading up someone's trading up and getting anthony richardson so they have that fifth year on lock but yeah it's a really interesting hypothetical and it's something to at least at least think about i I think for quarterbacks for me i like clayton toon i like max duggan former packer he's a packer fan um i I don't not that that matters we don't care about that but it's i think he's just a, a guy like i think he can be a reliable backup i think clayton toon even though he played in a mickey mouse offense he has a good size to him he has a good arm like i i think that's fine to have those kind of guys in there um I believe I,
1: K- clayton toon was a very highly rec- uh, recruited yeah. quarterback yes um and dana's done okay with quarterbacks over the years i like max dugan i just think he's accomplished i could see him be having a 10-year career yeah um i would love if Stenson Bennett was our guy and get a Coors Light endorsement I mean they've already doing with Bobby Portis right now yeah
0: Stenson uh, it's really interesting to see where where Stenson will go because he again it's been a he's got he also got put through the ringer recently and I don't know I I saw Stenson Bennett as a reliable dude and I was just like I think this guy will be a starting quarterback we him you and I talked about that when we'd watch Georgia games we we're like yeah Stenson Bennett probably gonna play in the NFL at some point but who knows maybe not
1: Aiden O'Connell is a guy that at one point before the season started, they thought he might be a first-round pick. He's a statue. Yeah. He cannot know. Yeah, He's
0: not. Yeah. He, he doesn't work in today's NFL. I I, I don't. Uh, Jake Hanner, uh, maybe too early for when the Packers want to draft a quarterback and also is kind of small. Tanner Morgan sucks. Sean Beckham oh, yeah, no sucks. Thanks. Nope. Miles Brennan sucks. Yep.
1: Adrian Martinez is just not a quarterback. He old, too. Yeah, uh, Taddy Santeo, I actually covered in high school. Wow. Uh, he went to Temple and then James Madison. I have a name for you, actually. Uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, the yeah. UCLA guy. Yeah. He's a great athlete, and I talked to someone that was in the program. He works with me now. Uh, uh, he's actually the, He was the long snapper on that team. He says he just needs some time, but he's a sick athlete. I think Goody in day three. Okay. Six, yeah. That's, that a guy, yeah. That basically
0: is your Richardson example, but just... Yeah, well, just we don't have
1: to bring Danny Eatley.
0: Right, yeah, exactly. So they will draft a quarterback. It's just, just a question on who
1: Tanner McKee. A lot of scouts are just worried about how big he is. There's not a lot of six five quarterbacks that have really panned out at the end of the day when they're that big. Right. It's just the, yeah, it's the,
0: the Osweiler. Yeah, you know, it's the
1: like too long. They can't move around. But there was times when I turned on Stanford and I'd watch him against USC. Uh, USC, excuse me. That I was impressed by him. Like he looks the part.
0: Sure, absolutely. And I think the other thing with Stanford that you got to keep in mind is the fact that they. They have a, they had an offense from fucking 1980, and they played, you know, and it's like if you give a guy an actual like offense to play in, maybe he'll excel in it. And he was in for a visit too.
1: Yeah, David uh, David Shaw might have been mailing it in there. Oh the uh, the yeah, office. you think?
0: I can't believe David Shaw got interviewed for the Denver job. Like uh, that was crazy. Well,
1: that's John Elway giving his body <laughs> again. What's your thoughts on Hennon
0: Hooker? Uh, I don't, I don't get it for anybody. He's 25 years old and he's coming off an ACL tear. Like. I, I'm sorry, like I there's some people who are trying to compare him to Jalen Hurts. There, are, I, I hope the Vikings draft him. Let's put it that way. If I hope, if I hope the Vikings take him, that probably means I don't. I'd be thrilled if Minnesota decided. He reminds that's,
1: me of Mitch Trubisky. He reminds me of Jake Locker. He reminds me of EJ Manuel. He's old. Uh, I do have a first round prop on him going in the first
0: round. I think that's a fair prop. I think that's a good pop. I, I, it makes I think sense. some
1: teams gonna trade back in whether it's the Lions or the Raiders. Dan Campbell. You know, he was up all night, yeah. slamming Red Bulls. We against- need a
0: class guy in our organization yeah. after the gambling ring. Like, yeah. you know, it's, yeah, absolutely. So we'll, we'll have to see. All right. We shall head to defense. I don't have as many questions ahead of time. Um, you know, I think we covered a lot of the questions early on, but kind of in the same route at, or same sort of style as we did with the rankings. You know how would you rank the defense importance? Obviously, knowing that safety is probably the first one.
1: Safety is number one. We don't absolutely.
0: Yeah, we know Yeah, they, they don't exist. They don't
1: exist, and then edge, um, and then defensive line. People go back and forth on this. You know, big year for Kenny Clark coming up. I would say uh, Dean Lowry no longer on the team. Good luck in Minnesota. Yep, um, yet another one. Just another the Desmond
0: one. Bishop All Stars.
1: Um, we'll see what's you know looks like with Wyatt and Slayton, but I you know. I think the more defensive linemen you have the better we have been miserable against the run. Yes. The last 3 years. Yep. Miserable. Yep. 29th in the NFL. Yep. So, finding someone that can help us stop the run and put Kenny Clark in a position to make plays which he does not do very often is very high on my list. And after that, um corner it would infuriate me because I just think like how do we get here with corner? Right. And we have a lot of money associated with that position. I think we all know that I'm not the biggest jair fan and not counted. the biggest kenny clark fan either
0: i yeah. mean you're just you hate this whole fucking defense in mean, like... a
1: corner we should have went and got Jalen ramsey but um yeah, was...
0: i know he's what he's washed oh he's not
1: washed that, that's he national leader was murph talking 27 yes yeah, okay. <laughs> he's Whatever. not washed um linebacker uh you know devondre campbell you know it'll be curious to see if he's a packer after 2023 that's how these deals work ladies yep. and gentlemen uh quay walker is a head case uh and i've Probably been beating the table for ten years to for us to find like an actual sideline to sideline captain of the defense that Roquan Smith, the Brian Erlecker, the guys that can cover, the guys that are the Levant, uh, Levant, Levant Davids, David, yeah, the Devin Whites, those just defensive impact guys you have at the second level that make plays everywhere.
0: So would you trade for Devin White if, if you, you would? No, you? I'm not
1: paying Devin White twenty million. Okay, so, yeah,
0: uh, I have it kind of ranked the same way. I actually go with D line over over edge just because i didn't realize how little depth the packers have at that position right now it's not there's not a lot like they need they need them and I'm not advocating for a first rounder uh safety is fascinating because they're it's kind of all over the place with a the packers need a bunch of them but it to the point of the tight end it goes back is that really a, a thing you draft at 15 maybe
1: no, safety's always been a day two round there is some people that don't think it's a great safety draft. I actually. Yeah, totally I don't. Disagree. I, I, I don't. I, yeah, it, there's not uh, Tyron Matthew in this draft. There's not an Eric Berry. I wanted Kyle Hamilton last year. Yeah, that was your guy, yeah. And he is going to be in the league for 10 years, and he's obviously in the Baltimore Ravens because right. they picked great defensive players.
0: Yes, they, they know him, yeah. And he would
1: have been the impact guy I've been looking at that literally can do everything he can tackle, he can go get the quarterback, he can make a play on the ball, he can cover tight ends, he can cover wide receivers. That is what we need. We have been picking gadget guys at safety for years.
0: So it sounds like though, in you can tell me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like if the Packers were to trade down and Brian Branch is there, that you would draft Brian Branch. I would not touch Brian Branch. Oh, but see, like, you're kind of
1: but that is that's because of a rascal thing.
0: Sure, yeah. He has an awful rascal. An RAS yeah. Yes.
1: And I I don't I think he actually projects more as a nickel and we already have somebody that does that. We have two people that. That's do that. fair. So, Brian Branch uh, I so contradict my no, team. no, it's okay. Right, I Ron just I just I don't even think he's the best safety in the draft on his team. Uh so like Jordan Jordan Mad- Battle, you like Jordan Matt.
0: You think Jordan Battles much better. And yes. Jordan Battles very good coverage-wise, like he has he his scores are great. He's very reliable. He's a big hitter too. Uh so what do you what do you like the most about Jordan Battle?
1: Um SEC Alabama Nick Saban uh, and I just like the way he covered and the way he could step into the box and mm. I'm sick of picking athletes. I just want to pick a safety that knows how to play center field.
0: I do. You, how do you feel about Jammy Robinson? Is it Jammy or Jamie?
1: Yame. He Yame was like in for a visit. Yeah. Um, I thought he looked pretty good at Florida State. I, I was impressed. I think I was. He worries me in the Darnell Savage world a little bit because he's such an athlete. Right. I mean, he's I am, played. He's I'm, played I'm to
0: everywhere too. Like yeah. he is. He has you know in the box slot. I'm scarred little. at safety. I mean, he, I honestly, he, it's like my the position <laughs> I played growing
1: up. Savage is can't. Can't intercept the ball Amos gets burnt all the time he's always lacking in the middle of the field so I think safeties. you know I said that edge and tight end were very tricky to pick I think safeties just up there because so many of these call of defenses they play weird formations where they have three safeties and Georgia yeah. does that all the time yeah
0: so I well I I do want to talk about Christopher Smith but I want to talk about Sidney Brown first because I do wonder is Sidney Brown that guy because Brett Bielma has NFL tendencies right he was with the Patriots he was with the Giants Brett Ilma, pretty reliable defensive guy overall. Um, but I and he's ready day one. He started right away a freshman. He has a lot of miles on him, which you could worry about, but he probably is ready where you could start in day one.
1: Yeah, I, I think he's more of a day late day two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I'm saying
0: I'm saying like ready to go. Ilma
1: has a good track record here the last two years of pumping out really good in yes. Illinois. I mean, look at Devin Witherspoon. He was a zero recruit. He's yes. gonna go in the top fifteen.
0: Right. Yeah, i I like the idea of him. What do you What are your thoughts on Jair Brown from Penn State?
1: Like him as well. I mean, Amos is a Penn State guy. Um, Brisker
0: was a guy I wanted the Packers yep, to draft, and, it worked and out well. yeah, worked
1: for the Bears. Yep. Um, um, Elijah McGee I like a lot. Uh, JL Skinner I love from Boise State
0: he's just so like that to me that's your gadget guy though because he's like six four he's massive like he's like uh, is he actually a safety like is he or is he just the guy if you can sell on me on he's a strong safety he's gonna be in the box he's we're not gonna ask him to cover yeah maybe but I do worry him and Antonio Johnson I feel the exact same way about where I just wonder are they too big to play the position
1: yeah Antonio Johnson didn't impress me at AM, you know at all um, it is actually a decent quarter draft, but
0: just not- yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, and the last guy I was going to ask about was Christopher Smith. And you we already talked about the reservations and going back to that George Well. Smith is small. He's 5'11. Uh, he does play a very reliable center field. So you look at it and you're like, okay, that's an Amos replacement. But is he too small?
1: Um, I don't think he's too small. I just don't think he's, uh, he's a late day one pick. Um,
0: is he is he really going to be a day one guy? No, no,
1: late day two, excuse me No, no, it's okay DeTaravious Martin though, the other Illinois safety He was in for a visit I like him a lot, he goes by Quan Martin Quan Martin, okay, yeah, so Quan already, and Quay All right. Yeah, Quan and Quay, yeah, on the team um, I would be bummed if we didn't get one of the Illinois safeties Is really how I look at things um, I would be bummed if we don't Take a safety when day two is done Yeah I'd be upset
0: yeah, so uh, let's, I'll ask you a question. So it, after day two, like, where are you like, all right, this is a, a makings of a great Packer draft. Is it having a safety, having a tight end and an offensive tackle? with eight, Excluding if they get the Rodgers picks or anything like that.
1: Yeah, I would probably lean um, tight end over receiver. And yes. I would be bummed if we don't have a safety. If I mean, if we leave day two without a tight end, that means we are going to have, that means they fell. Yeah. And that. Croft or somebody like that yeah. is still on the board, and we're gonna have to trade up to start the, the, start to start third, the, the fourth, fourth round. round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is another guy, um, I'm tr- Daniel Scott from Cal. He'll be a day three pick. I liked him a lot. Um, he is Cal, Justin that,
0: Wilcox defense, like yeah. you know, they I mean that's a pretty solid. Even though Cal wasn't good, like Justin Wilcox runs a pro style defense, definitely for sure.
1: So he was just another late guy yeah. that I liked in that world, and I'm sure the Packers, uh, they will. This Howden guy we had visit. Um, who I believe is an FCF guy, he's like uh Tariq Carpenter. He's sure. just a gadget. Yeah, just guy. yeah, specialty He's teams. like a he's a flyer. Yeah. He's safeties that are hybrid guys that are late, that's why you probably don't like Skinner. They're flyers. Yeah. Skinner is Taylor Mays. Oh yeah. 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 And I love Taylor Mays. Well, I mean, I love we that. I love, listen.
0: I love I I love Taylor Mays in college. Um, I was a big Taylor Mays guy. I I just think you we've people in the NFL in general have been burned by those guys time in and time out. So it's my opinion. Let's go to edge um, because that's something the Packers might draft at 15. I personally, if I had to think and rate like how I would feel, I think I would be, the, I would say the most upset about edge, but I just don't get it because even though Rashawn Gary probably is not going to be back to start the year, I feel like they have a good edge depth at this point. Like you have Preston Smith, you have Incan Barre, you have Justin Hollins back who I th- thought so- showed some flashes. Like, that's a pretty good – do you still need to get a guy? Yeah, probably. But I'm just I, – I think it's more of a day two, day three sort of thing than it is day one.
1: Well, they used four of their 30 visits on guys that are going to be gone in the top 45 picks. No. So I think that tells you that it is going to be a first or second pick. And I, that's awesome. I'm actually right. in a weird spot where I'm not going to be that mad as long as we pick a safety, a wide receiver, a tight end, offensive lineman, or edge. Like, I'm not going to be mad with our first-round pick unless we do something really stupid. All right,
0: here's a great question for you that's not necessarily in any sort of, you know, play. Would you rather have a guy with your first name, Nolan, Nolan Smith, or would you rather have Miles Murphy with your last name,
1: Murphy? Oh, Miles Murphy wearing, wearing Alan Lazard's number <laughs> as a DM. You're getting out of yeah, 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 yeah. That is a vibe. I, I can't do I mean, Nolan Smith. Um, him and I don't run the same 40. No. It, uh, You're a little faster, actually. Yeah, he is, you know, he's going to get picked high because of the Hassan Riddick. You can draft this light edge. Micah guy, Parsons. Micah Parsons. You can draft these guys that are not the traditional 6'5, you know, 280 long, lanky project edge rushers.
0: Yeah. Now, now Nolan Smith would only be funny for the Packer callers because you know all these grunts would be like, Oh, you know, Nolan Smith—he's just not that big. I, I don't know. Like I, I don't know if he—if it works.
1: Yeah, I mean, but the edge rushers—I love Miles Murphy from Clemson. He is a dog. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He's—you know—Keon White was in for a visit from Georgia Tech, I believe. He's a former basketball player.
0: Yeah, he's a little raw. I mean that, and that's like the Luke Van Ness stuff. Do you? What are, you, where are your Luke Van Ness tanks?
1: I'm. Not, Do you not. You're out. If I'm gonna pick a white defensive end, I'm tell that's related to the poses. I'm just gonna tell you that. So I'm just, I just, I, I, am not there on it. So like he didn't even start. Now he's very young. That's Bill Belichick. I think Bill the Patriots
0: are going to pick him. I, Luke Van Ness, I can't get, get behind. Cause he basically profiles like Rashawn Gary, but doesn't even have this, these starts that Rashawn Gary had. Like, why would you draft white Rashawn Gary? Like that's, I don't, I would love to, love to understand that. Uh, I like, uh, Felix, uh, Duque, Uzama, I tried that. There's the Northwestern kid has a very tough pronunciation. No, uh, I literally uh, have it right Felix here. Felix
1: from Kansas State, he was in for a visit. Adi Adi, that's just what I'm gonna call him. Adi Adi, he's <laughs> from Northwestern. Mark Murphy guy, he was in for a visit. They both profile is like relative athletic scores through the roof. I like Derek Hall a lot from Auburn. I mean, this is a deep edge draft. Yeah, okay. I do not like Foskey. I talked to a couple of Notre Dame people. Um,
0: yeah, I though I sent you something on Foskey, and then the more I looked in the Foskey, I was not. He didn't make my list. I
1: like Byron Young as a day two pick. Tennessee I get Andre Carter from yes,
0: into it Army pedigree. Army pedigree. yes,
1: like pedigree. He went to Army. He is going to get a waiver to play in the NFL. Great story. Um, I also do like Nick Herbig, um, but that's more of a fourth round pick. Yeah, Badger guy. Yeah. Um, it, it's a deep, deep draft. I mean, Byron Young from Alabama. Do you
0: like B.J. Oliari from LSU? Yep, I, like I, I think just because of his brother. Like again, that's a pedigree, right? Like SEC dude, really twitchy. His brother's already proved he could play. He's been a little banged up, but he's he's been a he was part of that Giants team that turned it around. So I don't mind going to the well there.
1: Where are you at with Will McDonald, the Milwaukee kid? <sighs> red also flag. On He hit
0: the red flag list for me. I just. What is Will McDonald? Like, his size is weird. Like, he just, I don't know what he is in the NFL. It's a cool story, but I don't, I don't know.
1: What do you mean from a size
0: standpoint? He's not, he just doesn't, he's a tweener. He, like, I read a profile, like, he's built, like, a 1970s small forward in the NBA. Like, it's just, I don't think he has, like, the size that works. And, like, I know what we just said about Nolan Smith, but Nolan Smith's a
1: freak. I don't think Will
0: McDonald, I don't think Will McDonald's Nolan Smith. So, I, I'm out on
1: it. Isaiah McGuire from Missouri I'd be fine with. Tule Tupioloto from uh, USC. Their defense was so bad. Yeah, no I, I, I just have a hard time, you know, picking that. I do like Carl Brooks from Bowling Green. Shout out Maction. Carl. Um, yeah. Great name. Um, and I do not like Cameron Latu from uh, Alabama. Just never stood out to me at all.
0: You mean, uh, the, well, he – Wait, the, the tight end, you mean? No,
1: he's also an edge. Right? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, he's played he played both. Yeah, he's
0: Does he, do they know what he's going to play in the NFL? I, I don't
1: think so. so. Oh,
0: okay, that's great.
1: Uh, what about
0: Yaya Darby from uh, Louisville? Another bad defense.
1: No, no feel Awful college football
0: team. I'm yeah, sure. I mean, but just having a guy named Yaya would really play from a uh, social media perspective. We had the Yaya Chance. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with that, with Yaya Toure, um, the Yaya Touré, the soccer player. It's like, Yaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be great.
1: Um, sounds like you're in a bar mitzvah. But,
0: you know. No, I, I'm telling you. To, don't disrespect that. That was a, a great Vegas Nolte uh, thing. But any other guys that you uh, you have Not on, on the, your uh, edge?
1: I mean, we just ripped through 10 guys there. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. I'd yeah. be very surprised if we don't take one. Miles Murphy's a dog. Um, I would really like Felix or Adi Adi as
0: well. Adi Adi. Do you want to try to pronounce his full name?
1: No, no, no.
0: I will. Adi Tame Awe Adebare. Well done. I haven't. I it told you, I literally have the the fanatical spelling. I'd also love to see my dad try to pronounce that. Um yeah, he, I'll, I'll butcher that. He either. will. <laughs> yeah, Adi Adi, I think it's the best way but to do I, it. But to your point, I don't think Preston's going to be on the team in
1: 2024.
0: Okay. Yeah, and, and that would be a reason why you drafted in the first round. I mean, that's exactly the reason why you take a tackle in the first round is because you don't expect Bakhtiari to be there. And then you're just basically making sure that it continues. Or, you know, yeah. So, moving to corner... um you know. You want
1: to go corner here or D line?
0: Oh no, we Please. should. No, you're right. We should go D line. Thank you. I I had D line first. Um, my guy on D line, even though he's had some off field stuff, is Maisie Smith.
1: Yeah. May- freak. Yeah, he's a freak. Um, I believe Maisie Smith. If I go through my list, um, was not in a visit, but he's been mocked to the Packers a yeah. bunch of times. He is a day two pick. Yes. I don't like Brian Breeze. Uh, I'm sorry about the off the field stuff, but he just didn't do it for me at Clemson.
0: It would be it'd be a reach at 15. I think if you traded down, it might be a guy you could draft, but I again wouldn't. With drafting Wyatt last year in the first round, it'd be similar to like drafting a corner again. Like it's like why are you why are you drafting this position again, even though it it usually isn't a first round position. I I would agree.
1: Jalen Carter, I'm all in on, but I just don't think the Packers would go back to the well, and I think he'll be gone.
0: Yeah, I think it would, Someone will trade up for him if he starts. To, if he starts to fall, um, going to the bad. Bag- a
1: lot of you know Jonathan Simmons fell. Yes, A lot, uh, who now just got a huge new contract with the Titans. Right, but he had some off-field issues. He, it was wor-
0: Jonathan Simmons was worse than Jalen Carter's, but yeah. yeah.
1: Jonathan Simmons was definitely with another person. Right. Exactly. So he's in a Tyree Kill game. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Uh, Keanu Benton, Badger. Um yeah, he, I, he, I
1: mean, it would be a great story. He's like a. The media would love it. I mean, right? You know, oh yeah, that's a media. The ESPN, that, Madison for a whole year. He's a fine day three guy. I think the, you know, I always get bummed when the Packers miss on these badger guys because it's like, just pick up the phone.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Just call. You know. Just call who's there. And like, I like G- Jacqueline
1: Roy from. Uh, he's more of a defensive tackle, kind of just a mover um, from LSU. He's somebody that kind of popped on my board, um, but I, I, you know, we always need depth here. You kind of hit it on the head in terms of things we'll need to do. Roy, the
0: long-lost succession brother that they didn't, didn't know exist.
1: Yeah, I didn't see him with Kendall the other day, but um, you never know. You know, Kobe Woodland and Zach Harrison, they're more like interior defensive ends. Right, yeah, that
0: would be your Dean Lowry replacement. Harrison, though, has a little project on him where you, you just wonder. Same with uh, Zach Pickens, the kid from South Carolina, is like, there, there are the skill set. it's there, but it's gonna. That goes back to my point originally. Like, I don't want projects, I just don't want to want to got good well, guys. I don't Joe isn't a good enough coach. No, that, that too. Uh, what about more Moro Ojama, the uh, Ojamo, uh, the kid from Texas? Another freak you could say, all right, maybe another day three guy. You know, if you don't get Maisie Smith, to me that's the that that would be where you settle. I think
1: those guys depend if they want to play special teams or not. What what the pit boss says, <laughs> it's, you know, because if not, I just don't think we have we're we've gotten away from picking these projects that are just going to be projects that are not going to contribute at all and be right. zeros on the roster.
0: Yeah, no, I I would agree. Um, Gervon Dix Gervon Dexter is your run stopper. He can't can't pass pro for shit, but he. He can, or pass rush, excuse me. Uh, but he can stop the run. Uh, and was that Florida?
1: I know what TJ Slayton is supposed to do. No,
0: I, I know. But you were the one who was saying, like, hey, we have a bad run defense. And we it's do. like, and I'm just throwing just, out names.
1: Yeah, I think that it needs to be addressed early, though. The, yeah. The, the, you know, you're not going to fix the run defense on day three. No, probably not. Um,
0: any any other DNs that we missed?
1: No, I mean, a lot of those edges we hit are kind of DNs as well. Yeah, we'll right. See which one can put their hand in the ground? Um, I'd hope some of them. And I, You know, it's great if you can pick yeah, one. Yeah, that that, and
0: that would be the problem with like a Nolan Smith for the Packers because it's like he He's is just – yeah, exactly.
1: You cannot pick someone, and that's the problem the Packers have gone into lately is defenses know what our front seven is going to do when the personnel is in there. Yeah. They know if we have a Preston Smith in there, great, let's pass the ball. Yeah. And let's make Preston Smith drop back. Yeah. You know, let's make Rashawn Gary drop back. We have one-dimensional as, as good as Rashawn Gary is – we have one dimensional edge rushers, yeah. No, that's we, it's we have a one point. dimensional defensive,
0: you know, front seven guys, yeah. So let's front five, let's, let's uh move to corner. Um, you know, corn is a really good corner draft, and that scares me because Packers <laughs> love drafting corners. I agree, we have so much capital in corners. You look at where Christian Gonzalez, Deontay so Banks, Gonzalez. and a freak out. Joey Porter are all. I being, love
1: Joey Porter Jr. just because, like. Picking guys that their dad's played in the league yes. usually works out. Yes. Especially in this new world.
0: But what I was going to say about all those guys is right where they're projected to go is right where the Packers are projected to pick. So if someone does need a corner, I do wonder, like we, we all are saying like, oh, it's going to be for a quarterback. I do wonder if like Gonzalez falls, would someone pick up the phone for Gutekus at 15 and you're, they trade down, right? And that's The lines have
1: been very rumored there.
0: The edge, the, another one would be an edge if someone wanted Van Ness and Van Ness was falling and the Packers were like, no, we're, we are think we can get Murphy at 20. Um, you know, that would be another situation. But, yeah, I, I do think it's not a bad idea to get a corner in the day two, day, maybe not day two, but day three for sure, because that just shores it up, especially, too, if you're not wanting to bring Sewell back to the point of, like, two-year deals, things like that. I
1: mean, I don't think Sewell, yeah. I don't get it with Sewell. I mean, he was so unproductive in 2022 and you see these things all the time there's always regression in those big pick seasons and he got his money and you know obviously the contract the way it's formatted we can get out of it after
0: right right and you look at like an Emmanuel Forbes probably a day two guy but he's a guy who has a lot of pick six a lot of Sewell you know type things um,
1: Smith, I, uh, not the golfer
0: uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah no
1: I love to I don't like... I love Joey Porter Jr. I just, yeah. I'm just not going to pick him. No. Um, I was pretty odd on Keely Ringo.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. He just... He can't really, can't really cover in man. Like, he's just his own guy. And it's like, unless you can sell me that Keely Ringo is a safety, and that's what Keely Ringo is going to play. But again, learning a new position, we don't fucking have time for that. We don't have time to learn no. new positions.
1: Eli Rick's an Alabama guy. I would need to know there. Tyreek Stevenson I did like from Miami. Yeah. As well as Garrett Williams, Syracuse has actually become like a very. But he
0: tore. The only problem with Garrett Williams is he tore his ACL back in like late October. So it's like, is he going to be ready to go? I understand it if you're like, all right, this is a red shirt year, and because I wanted them to do that. What was the kid, the Michigan kid who went to uh, the Ravens? Yeah.
1: uh... D- Joe
0: yeah, I forget I'm forgetting his name. Is David. David might have been his first David's name. first name, I'm butchering his last name. And he name.
1: ended up making an impact. Yeah, the
0: yeah exactly. Player. And I, I don't mind those that idea. A little bit
1: better than Quay Walker and White at this
0: point. I like Julius Brentis uh, from Kansas State. I think he's a he has a huge wingspan. Uh just kind of again a freak guy um, that you bring in and you just look at as depth pieces. You know, can play special teams. Uh Jalen Jones from Texas A&M. I understand the concern on Texas a and just given they weren't that good. But yeah, I think those are he has to
1: be a high recruit. Right, Texas he was
0: and he was, he was a top recruit.
1: Um, I just don't trust right now Goody's evaluation of corners. Jair obviously worked out. But it's and, fair, you know. Kevin King, I believe, was a Thompson pick. But Eric Stokes, I mean, that's injury based but he was a sieve when he was healthy.
0: He's strong. I mean, he he very was very up or down, da- up and the down. Wrong Georgia yeah, oh yeah, that's the that's the problem with it. Uh, what's his name? Tyson Campbell. Campbell. Yeah, he's he been went great. For yeah, and I
1: wanted both, but I, I, we were pretty indifferent. But we knew they were going to pick one of them. When
0: I did when I did the Goot deep dive back in November, which you guys could find, and you just had have to look. Brian Gunakus having the keg, and I really looked at his drafts, and I was like, because I was like, am I being an asshole here about how I feel about Brian Gunakus? And I was like, yeah, maybe a little bit, but I also there were some things that stood out, and one of them was that Eric Stokes draft because the guys that went after Eric Stokes, it was kind of jarring to see, and it's it's not fun. Like if you look at that, like twenty eight through forty, there are premier guys that aren't Eric Stokes.
1: Yeah, it's very similar
0: to the Jordan Love draft. Right? Not Jordan. Lo- so the Jordan Love one's different though because you look at the guys who were drafted in the first round after Jordan Love, and they're all they all suck. They're all not good. I, mean, I understand the second round, but, that, but
1: I consider those first five picks of the second round like first round.
0: But, but it, to me, that means that they didn't have a first round grade on these guys. You know, a lot of these teams didn't. All thirty two didn't have a grade on these. I on never these dudes. understand
1: more teams not having a first round grade on T Higgins. I don't know what more I needed to do as a college. Player.
0: The T Higgins one, I, I, you have no complaints there. I, I get it. And I Michael just. Pittman Jr. Yeah, I, there, look, I liked I liked both of those guys. Yeah. I'm just
1: there. There's a guy you uh, did not mention, um, TCU, Travius, Hodges. Oh, Paul but Smith. he's five seven. Yeah, but LT's his uh, uncle. Ah, so like uh, dude, five seven. I don't know. Unless There's some short corners in the league that have done very well. Yeah, Samuel ain't big. Five seven, five
0: seven, so fucking small though.
1: That's how tall I am. So, yeah.
0: You're you're <laughs> dude, you're not five seven, are not you really?
1: Not. Oh, okay. 5'10 on the license. All
0: right,
1: <laughs> and I bet he's really not five seven.
0: Like, maybe not uh so inside linebacker to wrap up when you were talking about the sideline to sideline guy you, you'd have to draft him in day two likely maybe early day three but noah sewell would he's be, on my board. Would be the, the sideline to sideline guy
1: yeah he's a great athlete he went to oregon i also put brothers Tr- Panay. yeah uh, obviously his brother is penne how
0: do you go from noah to Panay though as in terms of a family like wouldn't you think he'd have a simone name too or is Noah Samoan, and we don't know.
1: Um, I, I'm not for sure on that. I'd have to dive deeper. you <laughs> have to get
0: that. IT on that.
1: Uh, also, um, what about like Henry Tutu from uh, Alabama? Yeah, Alabama. He's in interesting Trent Simpson from Clemson. He's somebody that popped when I was looking through things. He might go a little higher than yeah. people think. What about Jack Campbell from Iowa?
0: Jack Campbell, it seems like he's gonna go in the first round now. Um, which is crazy. Um, I love Iowa guys, uh, but he he didn't do a ton for me. I didn't think about when I thought about Iowa's uh defense last year, I really thought about the corner. I we didn't bring him up. What's the fuck's his name? Um Riley had all the interceptions. Oh, I can't. It's on my tongue, but I didn't think about Jack Campbell, let's just put it that way. And so, same with Lou Van Ness. Like I, I watched a lot of Iowa. It's you know, I paint put myself through it, but yeah, I'm not in on Jack Campbell. I like Dorian Williams from Tulane. 6'8 wings, wingspan. is already a good coverage backer. It, to me, like that's a guy that you might look at and say, all right, we can put him in dime packages and get him out there with that huge-ass wingspan and ability to cover already. Campbell struggles a little bit in that category. So could you get a guy to kind of replace that?
1: Uh, here's a guy that might be classified as an edge, but uh, Brenton Cox Jr.? Yeah. You know Brian, Brian Brian Cox. Got dismissed from Florida, but he was a five star recruit. I mean Brian Cox was a dog. Yeah, Brian Cox was a <laughs> <laughs>
0: crazy dude, though. And <laughs> Those it sounds are the like the... <laughs>
1: linebackers I'm looking for. I mean, I just feel like we have just struck out of this position for so long, really since Desmond Bishop. And we've just I don't need any more Blake Martinez as a linebacker. I would agree with that. Um DeAndre Campbell, you know, again, he's like Sewell. Might have been lightning in a bottle, and I just don't understand. A lot of the things, if you look at Sewell, Campbell, and Rogers' contract, all that were done last year to just get rid of Devontae, what was the thought process?
0: I I mean, the the Devontae part, though, they they wanted to give Devontae a deal. I mean, that's the part.
1: He has to be kicking himself.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think Devontae didn't believe in Jordan Love. I think there's part of that. I think if you were to ask Devontae, he wouldn't say it publicly, but if you were to say to Devontae, like, was part of your reason because you didn't believe in Jordan Love, I think he would say yes. And I think that was a large part of it. But yeah, the 2021 offseason for the Green Bay Pat or 20 yeah 2021 off season was very tr- weird for Green Bay because they could have done so much different roster construction moves, and it seemed like they were okay being status quo. And the question I have is why? What what really stood out to be status quo? And these lightning bottle guys were you influenced by social media? That everyone's like, oh, well, you got to keep these guys. you got to keep these guys. And you did. Or is it that you just didn't have the depth on the roster to say, all right, so-and-so linebacker can go replace, go replace him now or corner can go replace him now because we didn't have that guys. I don't, those guys, I should say.
1: For you a know? future book. Um, <laughs> any other position you want to touch on? There's one more position I have.
0: But, Kicker? Yeah. Oh, you want to talk about the Michigan guy? Yeah, Jake Booty. Jake Booty. Yeah. i would, was a winner. You yes. Do, you
1: wouldn't do it sixth round?
0: Yeah, I would. Like, I would 100. I on I I think I, I think I've like I think I there 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 are receipts that I was like yeah get this kicked, guy next year in the Green Bay yeah first sure. big
1: field goals yeah like he's a stud we need a kicker I mean I know they've had a lot of different kickers in the last two years but I mean we picked Mason Crosby I believe in the fifth round
0: yeah so yeah and I guess to that Mason point like is there a chance that you see Crosby or Amos back on this roster after the draft?
1: I mean, I guess Amos hasn't got a contract yet. Right, so like he
0: visited Baltimore and he didn't get a contract. I and feel
1: like a lot of these guys at this point are just waiting for the draft. Well, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, there was some... People that signed earlier this week, which I
0: actually thought was odd. Yeah, Blaine Gabbert, right, um, and a few others. And but, maybe they're just trying to get ahead of it. The Chiefs, right? Are like you know, we, we know
1: there's going to be demand. Yeah, we're not gonna we're to not, to not gonna take a quarterback.
0: Well. Yeah, we're not gonna take quarterback, and if we do, we'll take one undrafted. We'll You're just have an awesome gig. You're gonna make like right. five million dollars. Yeah, a year. just hanging out with Patrick Holmes, Play a ton of golf. You right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You will not have to do anything. You're gonna be fine. So yeah, we'll we we'll have to see, man. But any anything else to clean up before uh, before we ride out here?
1: I just think the first round is gonna be. They're always wild, but those first 10 picks with the quarterbacks, with where Will Anderson and Wilson go from an edge standpoint, I think we're all kind of in agreement that those are, with the quarterbacks and those two guys and Jalen Carter, there is just going to be a lot of different grades on these players. Um, I I think think we're going to get four quarterbacks in the top 10.
0: I've assaulted you with questions, and I appreciate you answering all of them, but I'm going to ask you another question. If Will Anderson or Wilson falls to 9 or 10, do the Packers move up?
1: Yeah, I would start thinking about it. You have to have a conversation. I think I you have don't to. Think I don't, I don't think they will.
0: Call. I don't think they will, but Wilson, drafts Russo, fucking nuts. Yeah,
1: Racilla hit on this. I mean, if Wilson plays at Ole Miss, he's a top five pick. Like Right, right, right exactly. He just happened to play at Texas Tech. We've never really seen much defensive talent. No, there. No. Will Anderson seems like the safe pick, and he seems like he'll have a, a nice career. Like, he's not going to be a Hall of Fame. He's not like. Miles Garrett. No, he's not Miles Garrett. That's... I mean, Jalen Carter is a guy that can make an impact. Right, Jalen Carter, Carter just
0: has to get his get his head on straight. Yeah,
1: I would be bummed if Jalen Carter went to the Lions.
0: Yeah, I would be too. Although, I, with what the Lions or the have, Bears, what? Yeah, what the Lions? Yeah, def- definitely those kind of guys, and and those are yeah. I want G- the Bears to pick uh, Christian
1: Gonzalez. I'd love them to take a more. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah the, <laughs> that would. I mean, we could do a whole other podcast. A, oh, I'd the like Bears
1: picking Brian Breeze would be
0: that actually would be really cool That's the guy, um they, trade down
1: no they're gonna i mean yeah he might go in the top 20 yeah. i don't know
0: yeah so we'll see um but yeah i mean
1: any players i mean the off the derrick henry news a question for you sure any we'll other guys you happen. think like there's a lot of guys still right now in the nfl that want to be traded yeah um,
0: i mean Devin
1: white uh now derrick henry I- i'm trying to think of other people that are holding out for bigger money? Lamar Jackson?
0: Yeah. Um, I, look, I mean, DeAndre DeAndre Hopkins has such a huge contract. It's such a, like, I don't know how it works. You know, the cap isn't real. I've said that before. But, again, what's the difference between DeAndre Hopkins and Christian Watson? Like, i realize that you your eyes come on no 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 but i'm saying though they're both vertical like unless you're just like oh we're just gonna run four verts. like a
1: possession receiver at this point he just gets fucking open he runs great routes he's like Devontae
0: adams yeah i mean and george patton we're not we're not getting the other george patton's not moving on jerry judy apparently the packers balked at a second round pick for jerry judy last year which i agree with because i don't think jerry judy has done shit oh i
1: would have
0: what, what has he done? What has Jerry Judy done though in his career to be like? Yeah, Jerry Judy. He besides, he had, he
1: had to throw him in the ball.
0: That's fair. That's a fair argument. But he hasn't also stayed healthy. That's the other problem with Jerry. When Jr.
1: he's been healthy, he's been. In
0: sure, but like again, run. when he stayed healthy, like that's a very he reminds important, me a
1: lot of Ceedee
0: Sure, but like, gotta stay healthy. Like, I mean, that's the that's the crux of it. I'm trying to think of other guys that have wanted wanted to be traded. Yeah, I mean,
1: Kirk Cousins. I mean, what if the Vikings trade Kirk Cousins on draft night?
0: Um, to the Niners it would be a massive reset for Minnesota and it would mean that Minnesota is kind of in a rebuild and that makes the NFC worse.
1: And that makes it curious why they brought back Harrison Smith.
0: Right. Well, I mean, I want Harrison Smith to be a What if they cut
1: cook this week? No, that's, that's been out there. Yeah. I mean, that could that, be very convenient for
0: the Eagles. Oh yeah. I mean, look, man, it could get really nuts here. Um, and there's a, to your point, like I think it's going to get, it's going to be really wild this week to see You're what happens.
1: You're see more actual players traded on day one and day two than we've ever seen, I think.
0: Do you think that the smoke around Rodgers to either Tennessee or the 49ers picks up? Yeah. Because true. to put more pressure on the Jets? Yeah,
1: I'm, guess adding, I'm guessing Adam is sitting in his, you know, Greenwich bunker right now. Yeah. Drafting up. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has requested a trade to the Titans, you know. And that's fine. I, You know, he can go to the Titans for, you know, I'll take a boatload of picks.
0: Yeah, I, yeah go to Tennessee. He already, lit,
1: he already has a house there.
0: San Francisco would be I I would need I would need a lot of alcohol if that happened. I'd, like that would be put out of office on and That's fucking doomsday. in dar- in darkness my four roses bottle that's getting taken down. Like that's just what's going to happen. Yeah. And and then I'm going to do a podcast and we'll see what happens. I'd probably just turn my phone off. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, you're you're maybe number 1 Roger's guy at this point, I think.
1: Yeah, I was having a conversation the other day just it's been so painful and I think people down the road, and I've been very open about this, that it's going to hurt once you see him in a Jets uniform. And I think people are so against Rodgers because we, they all hoped and we all hoped we never would have to go through this again. And so they blame him so much. But you got, if anyone is open to taking off the green and gold glasses, that's a surprise, it's me. And I've been very critical of the organization on this and I just think it's so self-inflicted we didn't need to be here and we didn't set up Aaron at the end to really succeed
0: I think yeah I think their mismanagement of the Devontae succession was terrible um they did not if they and
1: we're gonna have to wait five seven years for Aaron Rodgers number to get retired at Lambeau like we're gonna have to have some mending now it's not gonna be as ugly as far potentially but God, what happens if you're not trained on Thursday? It's going to get very ugly. And this is going to be a long summer, and it's going to get in the way of two great Milwaukee sports teams, and the Bucks and the Brewers. And this is going to take us all the way to the end of July.
0: I, I hope you're wrong. Uh, I hope that that's not there. Um, you might be joining us uh, after the draft on Thursday. Uh, so we will. We'll reconvene that and we'll have to discuss that. Yeah, as long that. as
1: we don't draft B. John Robinson, I'm not going to be actually, <laughs> I legally won't be able to come on the podcast if we draft B. John Robinson. He's yeah, a great athlete. Hashtag like, don't get fired. Yeah, B. John, <laughs> B. John Robinson is like, you know, he's going to be a good NFL player. Like, he's Zeke Elliott, plug and play. Yeah. That's going to be awesome for the Cowboys picking. Yeah, oh God. God. that that is actually a Jared, good. Idea. Jared, Jared Bijon How would you like to not have to leave the state of Texas? I'd love to come yeah, you come over here to Frisco, have you met my coach Mr. some Michael Coast? Steve, Stephen, Stephen, get over here, get over here. And he'd look great in the star oh
0: man that's that's a great place to end us uh today but yeah Murph, thanks for joining us uh not as many uh ones as we did last year but i feel like it was a really good uh yeah. really good chat and uh you guys can find him at the nolan murphy make sure he doesn't lose his mind um this weekend you guys don't where to find me and subscribe if you're murph's buddies um we do this all all the time talking about all the sports um not just Packers, so if you're Bucks fans, if you're Brewer fans, you we have that. They, you have XFL podcast. No, no XFL, um, no hockey. Um, I did ask a good friend of the Pop Pat Luce if we needed an abs report. Um, he he declined, which is fine. Uh, but, yeah, hockey. Hockey's been great. The hockey has been awesome. If you yeah. guys
1: are, the hockey first round has been way better than the NBA first round outside of Lakers, Grizzlies, and Warriors, Kings.
0: The NBA, I mean, not to go on another tangent, but the NBA just needs to figure out their TV deal. Like, their TV deal's messed. You can't have NBA TV games. Like, the fact that the NHL has a better fucking TV deal than the NBA is absurd. Like, the fact that they are running four games a night, and my I have a group chat that's so obsessed with game times. It's unbelievable. It's so annoying. I don't need to get into it. But it's like, the fact that they're able to do TNT, TBS, ESPN, Why the fuck can't the NBA do that? It's really, it's infuriating, in my opinion. But that's another story for another time. That's not draft. We'll get out of here. um, And uh, take care. Have a good one. And we'll uh, see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye. Peace.